hello everybody and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we jet off into the galaxy to explore and upgrade our society, but the tiniest version, well, not even the tiniest version. There is a tinier version than this of the game Tiny Epic Galaxies. This is a Gamelin Games uh, produced or published game designed by Scott Alms, as are, I believe, all of the Tiny Epics. Is there any Tiny Epic that he did not design that you're aware of? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I don't keep up to date with all that. There's too many games to keep up to yeah. date with. <laughs> yeah, me neither. That's why I was like, maybe I should check. But I believe he's, st- he's still responsible for designing all of the Tiny Epic series of games. Um, and this is... Well, I think widely there's a lot that have come out since then, but this is uh, this one and uh, tiny is a tiny epic kingdoms was the first. These two were the first ones to come out. I think. Uh, anyway, I, know, this, I could be wrong. This one Should have done this research beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, but this one is this one is uh, uh, one of the earlier launch titles of the Tiny Epic series, and was right, widely regarded as the best of the bunch for a long time. And I think uh, it might still be. I think there's a lot that have come out since then, and a lot of varieties of different games. But anyway, a widely regarded, uh, well regarded game, and uh, we played it, so we can tell you guys about it <laughs> and whether or not you should play it. So. Let's get into uh, how you play this little space exploration game before we get into whether or not we liked it. All right. All right. So basically this game overall is in kind of an empire building game, but at at its heart, mechanically, it is a Yahtzee game because you are rolling dice. You have essentially – there there, there are a few – changes you don't specifically have three rolls you technically have as many re-rolls as you want but i'll get into that more uh each player will start with their own little galaxy map their home world their home galaxy uh that will t- essentially it keeps track of your resources and what level your empire is at uh, you start the game with two energy and one culture and i'll get again in more into what those do and your empire starts at basically a base level, uh, and that base level allows you to have two ships to move around and allows you to roll four dice at the start of your turn. Um, it also indicates uh, it, uh, what you can do with your colony. Uh, you'll get more colony powers as you play the game, but you always start out with a, with a simple one of being able to upgrade your empire in, as, as one of your colony actions. Um, other than that, uh, there's another deck of cards that represents different planets. That deck is shuffled, and two more than the number of players is put out. Um, and these planets have a bunch of different things on them. They they If you land on them, they allow you to do certain powers, but you can also claim these throughout the game, uh, and they have varying uh, resources on them, such as either, again, energy or culture. Uh, and they also have victory points on them. So you're going to be basically playing this game. You're going to be rolling your dice. You're going to be using each of those dice. And once it you run out of your dice, your turn is over, it goes to the next player. Uh, whoever gets to 21 points first will trigger the end of the game. Uh, and then the person who is last in the round uh, continues until that person. And when their turn is over... Uh, Everybody reveals their secret objective. I forgot to mention that. Everyone gets two secret objectives and picks one. uh, And they tally up those points if they earn them. And whoever has the most victor points at the end of that wins the game. But the meat of it, the inside of it, on a player's turn, they will take however many dice they're allotted. Uh, In this game, you can either have somewhere between four and seven, depending on where your empire is. Uh, You roll them. You have one free re-roll. 
that costs you nothing, but any future rerolls will cost you one energy. If you don't have any energy, you don't get any more rerolls. Um, but you do not have to spend the energy for the rerolls if you don't want to. You can stop whenever you want. Um, there are six faces on each of the dice. Every die is the same, so there's no no difference there. But the different faces are, allow you to either move a ship, advance economy, advance diplomacy, acquire culture, acquire energy, or utilize a colony. Um, as I mentioned, you have two ships that you can move around. Uh, if you use the move a ship action, you will place it on the little, uh, I guess what they, the activation bay to indicate they're using it to all the other players. Uh, and you can either move a ship from one place to another place, basically. And those places are, you can move it to your home galaxy, which would be a little silly, but you can do that. You can move it to one of those planets that are out there in two ways. You can either move it to on the planet, which allows you to use that planet's ability, and those abilities range in different things. For example, it could be if you are followed on this turn, you acquire one culture per follow, or if you spend two energy, you can advance two on economy, or you can just advance one on economy, depending on the planet, um, and it, it, it varies greatly. Or you can move your ship onto it to orbit the planet, and if you orbit the planet, this is your way of essentially taking over the planet or getting the planet to be in your empire essentially and the orbiting track has varying levels depending on the planet of how far you have to push it and there's two different types you can either have an economy based planet or a diplomacy based planet <laughs> uh, so uh, there, it could be something where oh you just need to advance it two and you've got it or you might need to advance it seven which uh, is going to take a little bit longer but it's probably going to be worth more value Valuable in the end, victory points wise. Uh, they range from, I believe, one point to seven points. Uh, and I don't think it's a direct relationship, but it might be. I never actually paid attention to that. Um, yeah. And uh, to advance on those, as I mentioned, the die faces, you either use an advance economy uh, die to advance more, or it's possible you're using a, a, a planet's power to advance things, uh, or you use an advanced diplomacy, depending on the planet. Um, multiple people can be on planets, uh, and multiple people can be vying for the same control of a planet. Whoever gets to the end first uh, will take control of that planet. Uh, other things, the two other things you can do to gain resources were again acquire culture and acquire energy. Uh, you acquire those basically when you play them. You look at how many of your ships are on either galaxies, home galaxies, or on planets that produce that culture. And by on planet, I mean literally on the planet. If you're orbiting, it doesn't count. So if a planet has, for example, produces culture, I don't know exactly what that is, just people that are making paintings or something, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You can, uh, if your ship is on that planet, you will gain one culture for every ship that is on one of those types of planets. So if you had both of your ships on culture planets and you played a single gain culture, you would gain two culture to add to your resources. Um, and then the last thing you're allowed to do is utilize a colony or die. Um, when you utilize a colony, you can do any one of your acquired planet actions. So if you had previously acquired a planet, Whatever action that is, you can just do that action. Uh, or you can do the main thing, which is to advance your empire. To advance your empire is always going to cost you one more every time you do it. So the first time it will cost you two of a resource. Uh, the next time three, the next time four, five, and six. And the sixth uh, advancement is the last advancement. Um, and, and when I say 
any resource, that means you must pay all of one resource. So if you're advancing it for the first time, it's going to cost you two either energy or two culture. It's your choice which. If you don't have two of one thing, you cannot split the difference. You can't spend one culture and one energy. You have to have all of one resource. Um, when you advance your empire, you're going to have, as I mentioned, uh, either more dice to roll on future turns or you're going to have more ships to send out into the galaxy. Also, you will be gaining victory points. So the first stage, you'll have one victory point. If you make it to the next level, you'll have three victory, sorry, two victory points. And then it goes up to three, five, and eight victory points if you get to the final level of that. So you're kind of keeping a good tally of your points there. So it's always good to advance your empire because you have more cool stuff to do and you get more victory points, which is securing your, your state at the end of the game. Uh, I think that pretty much covers everything, but the one clinching thing, which is following. I mentioned following just briefly. Uh, in this game, similar to, I guess it's... Uh TI Fort Twilight Imperium uh, you you have the ability as if you are not the active player to follow one of the dice or as many of the dice as you have culture it will cost you one culture one that that one of that special resources of paintings and stuff apparently they're very helpful in following people uh, you can spend a culture to do an action that in the active player did so say for example the active player used a die that said move a ship you can say i'm going to follow that and move one of your own ships you do not have to move it to the same place you just can move a ship or if the player decides oh i'm going to advance my economy on this planet you could be like ah i'm going to follow you and i'm going to beat you to it so that's one of those things where you have to keep track of all right how much culture does everyone have because if they follow me on that they can beat me on this i want to i want to make sure they don't have it or i'm not going to use it or i'm going to do something else completely so it's uh that's that's kind of like the the crux of the game or it could just be the no one has any the whole game and you're just doing whatever you want on your own turn so if if no one has any culture it turns into a very like solo play game but if there are people out there with with a bit of culture here and there and there are interesting ways of getting culture other than using those dice because some of the plans allow you to gain it in certain ways or allow you to steal it which in the last game i played was uh, a prevalent one uh to to get that <laughs> culture and uh take advantage of different situations uh but as i mentioned uh the game goes 21 points and that triggers the end of the game whoever has the most points at the end uh, and you have those secret objectives, and the objectives are simple things like uh, have you gain three victory points if you have an equal number of economy and diplomacy based plans at the end of the game. They're they're quite simple, or you have the most of something compared to everybody else. Or I think one of them what, that I had one game was I have more energy than all the other players, uh, and in that game I think I was playing you, and you had one more energy than me, <laughs> which, which had you not, I would have won that game. Uh, but uh, yeah, that is how to play the game. Did I did I miss anything? I, I almost missed a number of things. I know that, but did I miss anything? Do you know? Do you know uh, if I missed anything? No, I think that's it. I think that's All it. Right. Uh, yeah, that is Tiny Epic Galaxy. So, yeah, once again, this is a, uh, a a bigger experience than you'd expect in a small package. That's what the Tiny Epic series is known for. It's um, This is one that has been on my radar for a long time, but I never played it until we recently were able to get some playthroughs in the last, uh, somewhat recently. And I really, really, really like this one. I think this is a really cool game. I can see why there's so much love for this game. And there's an expansion, or is there two, actually, now that I think about there, it? There, um, you know, I looked like a and I only saw one. There's an expansion. Yeah. I know there's a deluxe edition which includes like some promo things. Like the, it's like a super weapon and things like that. 
uh, satellites and super weapons. Yeah, oh yeah, there's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, so there's like little... But there is an expansion uh, called Beyond the Black, which I have not played. Right. Right, and then what I was mentioning at the top of the uh, show is that there is an ultra tiny Epic Galaxies <laughs> that came out last year that is, you know, if this wasn't tiny enough for you, there is a, excuse me, an even tinier version of this game that you can pick up um, that is even in, a, it looks like the box is half the size of it's basically, the it's tiny like a box. deck of cards is what it is, is what it looks like. Well, they like. still have, they did away, there's still little cubes, but they are, uh, or the dice, I guess, um, but they are, uh, so there's no ships, which is kind of too bad, but there's more. Everything the, is a cube. Yeah, pretty much. Everything's a cube. Everything is a cube. The, the dice are cubes. Even yep. the, and by that, we not we don't mean cube shaped. We mean little wooden cubes with paints on the side is what it is. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> Right, and the ships are now cubes with little ship symbols on them. So, they, yeah, they basically just try to make the most efficient shape possible and put it in there, which is uh, which is fine. I, If you're desperate for a smaller version, then sure. But I feel like the Tiny Epic version is still small enough but feels like the components are yeah. cool and they're fun to play with. I don't know. I'm not that interested in the tiny, tiny, tiny version just for Tiny's sake. I, I, I'm sure I if think, I played that first, I probably would have liked it. I think if, if I were the type of person to do a lot of traveling – I would probably sure, invest yeah. in that just because I'm like I want to keep everything kind of compact as as much as I can, or if I'm doing like a long stint of like drilling work in Antarctica or something like that, and <laughs> space is not a luxury, I would definitely consider that. But uh, other than that, no, no, I'm I'm fine with right. the version I have. <laughs> so if you're not long haul trucking up to the Arctic, <laughs> that it's probably is not the best for you. But I know some people like it. I guess there's a reason they made it. So, uh, but anyway, it's an option. Um, but uh, Tiny Epic Galaxies, yeah, that's a it's a really uh, Scott Holmes is such an impressive designer that I, I've liked a lot of the games he, of his that he's done in this series, and um, this is no exception. There's 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 a little itch that the scratches of a it's kind of that 4x feel of a game where you're able to do some space exploration and go to planets and fire off those planets and um i really love the long and short term effects i love that you can just orbit a planet and basically get its benefit but then if you want to claim it you've got to sort of explore the planet over a course of several turns um that's such a cool structure and makes it so everyone gets the opportunity at least for a period of time to use a planet's power to see how they like it or to build a strategy or around it, at least temporarily. Um, and it's not something that you can just claim it really quickly and ah, I'm, I'm done. It's like, well, no, well, you're claiming it. I can still use it until you actually physically claim it. I really, really like the structure of that game. So it lets you get a feel of the stuff, even though you know probably you're not going to be able to, if someone's running the on the claim track, you, you probably aren't going to beat them potentially if they've started earlier than you. So there's this really cool feeling that, that uh, in the design they were able to uh, focus on of the 4X feel of a type of game while obviously in a small package. Um, one of these issues that I think can have when you try to strip down games to a small version is they all sort of feel like the same race. <laughs> like it's, and this, not that this isn't a race to the finish, but they all can sort of feel like a racing game of sorts with different components. And there is that here in that you're all trying to get to, um, you know, a certain point max before the end of the game, but it also feels like there's a lot you can do within this tiny game before 
you you get there. It doesn't it doesn't feel like boring or like um, yeah. I don't know. I've never I never felt in this game that I was just kind of like oh here we go again same old round it, I'm doing the same old turn again. It definitely doesn't feel like There's, the same, and I I think that's for two reasons. Yeah. One, the dice roll can totally change what strategy you're taking, and you sure, can get yeah. There are definitely times where you've gotten completely screwed on what you like. It's just I just need one energy, right? And it's just right, like you right. keep rolling, and you get I have, everything I have but six dice. energy. And you're like, how can I how? not get one energy? <laughs> I just need. One. I'm rolling six dice, man. <laughs> exactly. And you're yeah. and you're spending energy to try and get more energy, and it's just it's oh, it's just you're going down a toilet. So the dice, what you get out of there, can totally change what you're going for. But the and, and I think the larger factor here is what cards are coming out, uh, what planets basically are available because there are certain planets where it's just like okay i'm just kind of it allows me to advance more or they're the ones where you're stealing resources from other players which can make it a little bit mean it makes you means you have to plan a little bit more around all right well if they steal that then that plan's not going to work and or you might have a strategy depending on actually what uh, secret objective you have can totally change. If I have an objective where I just need a lot of diplomacy planets, I'm going to be focusing on that and paying very close attention to how many diplomacy planets everyone else is taking. If there are some easy diplomacy, like short orbiting tracks, I'm going for those and I'm going to try and beat out anyone there. And I might have to use other planets to regress other people's ship, which is something you can do in the game. There are certain planets that allow you to do that. And so I can think those three factors, even though I started out with two, and now it's three, uh, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, uh, uh, allow you to kind of have a completely different spirit experience every time. And I, I don't think it matters if you're playing with the same people. Uh, I think I've played with my wife a number of times, and I've, I don't think I've ever felt like it's the same game uh, because it just having those different initial starting conditions makes a, 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 a different game every time. Yeah. Yeah, just a great, great design. Really, really cool design. Um, so, I, yeah, really highly suggested suggest everyone tries this game for sure and, and the Tiny Epic games and series that uh, in general. Uh, that whole line of games is almost designed for our podcast <laughs> in a way uh, although some of them uh tiny epic quest is one big example are huge table hogs huge, that you would not huge. expect for for a tiny little box game but uh this is a great one for taking out so let's let's talk about how it actually uh does handle taking out so in the game you're going to have your individual player board which most of the um, all of the stats that you're going to have are going to be tracked on. Well, most. And the only thing that's going to be out of there is um, the uh, dice that are going to be on the main board and kind of rolled on the main board, and then the planets are going to be the main board. But anyway, on your player board, which is a is going to be right in front of you, uh, you're going to have your resource trackers, your, uh, uh, what is it? what's the advancement tracker for your civilization and um, a couple other trackers on there. There's also a couple little shorthand instructions, explanations on there, which are nice to reference um, on how that board works. And then you're going to have your extra ships will be on there. Um, you'll also have a couple tracker meeple tokens on there as well. Um, next to that, you're going to be probably collecting planets. So how many planets you collect is going to change game to game, but I'd say you could probably count on getting one or two for sure in the game. Uh, although I think the last game I played, I didn't get any. But anyway, the possibility is there. <laughs> That's not true. The la <laughs> Unless you were playing games without me. I'm pretty sure oh, it, did it I have took a few? you a while. I, I think you had at least one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And that's that's 
pretty standard. So, because uh, a lot of the goals too um, will uh, have you getting planets or something like that, or they're just nice to have to have your own, or take it out of the mix of everyone else being able to use it, if nothing else. Uh, and they are points. So, yeah. um, I, I will say this because get them and when uh-huh. we were playing, we were playing on uh, Tabletop Simulator. Uh, in in physical version, you are uh, suge- it's suggested that you put them underneath. You essentially put them underneath your colony card. They they line oh, up sure. really well with a thing, but in Tabletop Simulator, it's kind of difficult to put things under things. So you're right in there. You're putting them basically on to the side. In the in actual game, you'd be tucking them under. They take up almost no space until you've like oh, gotten, okay. Like, yeah, I unless you're getting like, like the lower- five planets. Right. right. It's like it's the, lower the lower quarter of the card that has see. the action that you can fire off. So that's all you really need to see. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like you said, you could tuck them or you could stack them and feather them on top of each other next to the board. But it's not a big space. It's definitely going to be, um, you know, if you have a plate in front of you, potentially, you'd have to tuck it off to the side a little bit. But these are small cards. For, uh, there's standard side playing cards for the planet and then double that size and width for um, the player board, I think, is about how they maybe it's three triple in width but no um but anyway pretty you're wrong it's double double. it looks it it looks like double but i couldn't really couldn't really tell once again i'm not looking at it right now it's double all right cool it's standard card size and double card size (laughs) okay cool so um so yeah so it's pretty small and and maneuverable and you can place it around wherever you can reach it and see it um in the middle of the table you're going to have the there's another similar size or the same size player board size uh central thing <laughs> that is called the activation bay activation. that's where you're going to uh roll the dice and that's where the ever useful converter is we did use it in the last game um i think even david twice maybe but uh that's going to be where the dice activity is going to go in the middle and then there's going to be a tableau of planets on top of that somewhere or somewhere near that there's also going to be a scoring tracker somewhere and um uh, once again, not having played the physical version, I'm assuming that is also similar in size to the main player boards where it's just, um, you know, that that size, it's just off to the side. Is that how that works? You are absolutely wrong. There is no, no. scoring tracker. Oh, that's just <laughs> or at least in the version simulator. I have. Yeah, Tabletop Simulator comes with a scoring tracker, which is quite handy oh, because funny. trying to keep track of my... In, in the game, you're usually just like, after a certain number of rounds, you're like, hey, wait a minute, how many points does everybody have? And everybody just tabulates their points just on the spot. It's not that hard to, to add up a couple of numbers. Oh, here that's funny. That's so, really interesting because I could see that being very useful to, to gauge how the game is going. Because uh, especially yeah. when you're counting down on like towards the end game, you're like, okay, I need to do this in the next couple turns. Uh, all right, t- I take it back. So it does not have that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is just the luxury of playing virtual games. Um, so anyway, could maybe make your own. That would be a good idea. But uh, yeah, ignore that. So you're gonna have your own player board, a central tableau of planets, and another player board size uh, tracker for the dice. And that's pretty much it. You're going to have, uh, obviously, dice rolling in around the table or when you roll. And depending on how many dice you've earned at the moment, depends on how many dice you'll you'll roll. Um, but uh, other than that, that's, that's pretty much it. And all of that stuff can kind of be maneuvered around the table as necessary uh, outside of the common structure of something in the middle and then something in front of you. You've got a lot of maneuverability on how you set it up as long as everyone can see it and get yeah. access to the dice, of course. Um, you're also going to need to be able to reach the planets on the center table with, or have someone be able to move your rockets there as you're going to be flying to them and around them to fire off those actions throughout the game. So it needs to be pretty much within arm's reach, but still a lot of uh, modifiable 
um, setups there for how you want to play it. So I think that does really, really well with taking out. These games are kind of designed <laughs> to be taken out, and um, so there's there's really not a lot of hits against it. The only the only thing I can think of is that there are little pieces in that there's the rockets and the trackers, uh, the little um, physical trackers on your board, and then the dice themselves. Those can be knocked off the table or knocked around, but they are painted wood and are pretty good quality, so they're not going to be like soaking up water from a spill or anything like that. And the cardstock, I believe, if it's anything like other... <laughs> Once again, I haven't played the physical game. If it's anything like the other Tiny Epic games, it's good quality cardstock that's going to be resistant yep. to absorbing like liquids and stuff like that. Yeah, it's good. So, um, yeah, I think high, high marks for this, taking, uh, taking this out... And uh, also, I would say the uh, the table talk is interesting on this one too. There, it's light enough where there is some, but there's also enough thinkingness, uh, thinkiness in this game where you are definitely like trying to plan out a path to victory. But at least in my few plays, I really thought I it was I had enough time to to do that, but also just sort of like see how it's going to progress and have I don't know. I had a lot of fun with this game. It didn't didn't wasn't too cerebral for yeah. me. So a tabletop uh, works. So I yeah. think as long as following isn't going to be difficult. There are definitely times where you're playing and you're like, no, I know exactly what I want to do. But there are certain, it, depending on who you're playing with, some people are just like, wait, what? I wasn't paying. What can I follow on? Hold on. So you do not need to be at least paying somewhat attention. And if you've planned out what you're going to do, it's not that hard to just go, I'm just waiting for someone to move economy and then I'll follow that. So usually it's, it's something simple. But there are a few times where you might have something a bit more advanced going on where, okay, if they do a culture thing, then I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to get more culture with that culture, which allows me to, so it may be, but those are few and far between. So I think table talk is pretty simple as long as the people who are playing can kind of have a partial paying attention to the game. Otherwise the game kind of slows down a little bit and it's just like, wait, what, what's happening? And that can be a little, annoying. right. Right. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. But, um, but yeah, I, I think this is a great one. What, what uh, you guys taking this one out? I'd, I'd imagine. Uh, we've taken it out a number of times. Yeah, and uh, it, I think it works great. I, I love it. Although I think the first few times I was losing over and over again, and so it got to be <laughs> one of those games where it's just like, this game hates me. What's wrong with this game? Uh, <laughs> but eventually I won game. it, and so I, I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about a game that I've never beaten that just irks the heck out of me. And for a while, right. this is one of those games. It no longer is. I really enjoy it every time I play it. Win or lose, I enjoy it. Uh, but a game <laughs> a game I've never beaten can be so annoying. And so right. uh, it, I think it took me about six or seven plays before I actually won this game. I don't know. I just had the wrong attitude about how to go about winning. And it just never worked out. So, But yeah, <laughs> great for taking out. Nice. All right, so that's uh, A plus in all pretty much all the the spots we can put a check mark in, uh, except for the upcoming one, which I think it's going to fail miserably. Would your mom like this game? <laughs> Definitely not. I don't think this would be her game. I don't think your mom's a big space exploration buff in the first place. And then also, I just feel like this game has just uh, I just don't think it's in her uh, it's in her interest uh venn diagram <laughs> it doesn't cross over with anything <laughs> that i'm aware of so i don't know what are your thoughts 
Uh, oddly enough, my mom is a huge 4X fan. It's the it's Whoa. the reason why my name has four letters in it and ends in an X. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, Amazing conspiracy. <laughs> so that would have been so weird. And also, I'm pretty sure I got my name from my dad. Uh, my brother got his name from my mom. And my dad was just like, oh, I want to name our first kid Alex. She's like, eh, eh. my dad's just like, eh, no, no, it's a Ben. You're right. Name it Ben. And he got to name the second kid. So, uh, no, that has nothing to do with any of it. Uh, no, she would she would absolutely uh, dislike this game. It's, there, there's too much paying attention, although she does like dice rolling game. Having so many options with each individual die of oh if i do i need to do this first or wait i need to do this first there's there's too much to keep track of for her she would not enjoy it again i'm not even sure she'd enjoy watching this game because she wouldn't (laughs) understand anything that's going on but um i'm i'm sure my brother would like it but that's not what this is about this is not it's not who we're talking brother. about. This is not what would my brother play it. Uh, this is what <laughs> that's our other podcast. <laughs> that's a completely other podcast. <laughs> Each of our podcasts are dedicated to one member of Alex's family <laughs> and whether or not they would like what we're talking about. And it's very time consuming. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just I could totally see that. So uh, fails miserably there. But uh, in every other aspect, I think it's a great little game for taking out in general. Of course, this is the tiny epic series. So you can fit this in a bag. Once again, these are not unless you have the ultra are not quite pocket size, but they are definitely bag size um, or easy to hold on to and walk through probably almost undetected through a bar or restaurant as opposed to carrying a sack full of games as I have done previously and I'm sure you've done to a degree as well <laughs> and people are like what is that guy doing um, Do you, I'm imagining you looking like Santa kind of I have some tote bag <laughs> or uh, or possibly a pillowcase of games <laughs> yeah just uh, yeah, just a <laughs> like a burglar's pillowcase of, of games <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty spot on. Uh, so anyway, this is a great one, and um, I can't, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we could say about Tiny Epic? I think there's it's not much. I mean, this is this is a really good takeout game. Yeah, it's very clean. Very everything functions really nicely. I uh, there isn't part of there isn't a mechanism in there that I'm like, well, they kind of added this. Everything's pretty cohesive. It all works together really well and i mean there can be games where you the die the roll of the dice just don't work out for you but all in all i think it kind of evens itself out so i think it's uh i i, I honestly i want to say it's go- this is going to be like a classic game uh, in in like 10 years this will still be around yeah i i could totally see that um for sure i think the it's very well polished and well designed i mean even, even i was going to say like well who's this for and who's this not for and I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I feel like there's no extreme thing that would turn someone on or turn someone off of this game. Like it has dice in it, but there's also a lot of uh, so it's but it's not just a luck game. There's a lot of strategy that mitigates that luck or you use that luck to your advantage or it's a great game that where there um you can diminish the uh, negative effects of the dice by just having a broader strategy. You know, if a symbol yeah. pops up that you don't have, well maybe you should be going off to that symbol as well just to uh, offset that um making all your turns as useful as possible so yeah i, I could definitely see this being a considered a classic and i think yeah, it, it I, kind of already is to a degree at least in the to tiny a degree world. i'm just saying in 10 years i think it'll still be a classic right uh, but i, th- <laughs> well, I think the, the best <laughs> the best thing we can say about it is uh, and we don't often say this about most of the games we do on the show is 
it's it's a heavier game. It's not super heavy, but if you are looking for a heavier, a little bit weightier of a game that you can take out, I think this is a great way to go. Because most of the yeah. games we say, we're just like, nah, it's, it's kind of light, you know, whatever. If you're looking for a heavier game, this probably isn't what you're looking for. This is, is at the very least, a start of what you're looking for. So I, I think right. that's the best thing I can say about it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's a good way to, good place to leave it then. So, uh, yes, Tiny Epic Galaxies, guys, check it out. And uh, if you want to reach out to us, of course, you can do that in a few different ways. You can go to uh, Twitter or Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page there and fill out our comment form, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I do not have a slogan today or a catchphrase today. I apologize. I will try to get back on track you. with that. I hate I went... you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I went through. Oh, there it is. Oh, that could be it. I hate you so much. There we go. That's the catchphrase I... for the day. <laughs> Alex coming in to save the day at the last minute. <laughs> I went through some that I had written down that I, and uh, I can't remember which ones I'd used before. And so instead of slogging through that with you guys trying to filter those through i will just come up with some fresh ones next week and uh we'll go from there so anyway thank you guys so much for listening and until next time we will catch you on the next episode arrivederci arrivederci